0: The following podcast contains spoilers and explicit language. We strongly recommend you watch the episode of The Americans We're Discussing before listening to the podcast. New episodes air Tuesdays at 10pm on FX. Join us every week after the show.
1: What he's choosing is his wife. He wants to throw away that tape, but what he wants more is to have a marriage that has integrity. And if he threw it away without consulting her, let alone if he did it and never told her, the marriage wouldn't have the meaning he wants it to have.
0: To the Americans podcast for season five. I'm June Thomas, managing producer of Slate Podcasts and your host for the series, which goes behind the scenes of the show. Today, we'll be talking about the season finale, episode 513, The Soviet Division. First, I sat with Kerry Russell and Matthew Reese, the stars of the show, right after they'd finished filming for the year. Also in the room were co-showrunners Joe Weisberg and Joel Fields. After that, we'll hear an interview I did with Weisberg and Fields in a quieter, more reflective mood. And finally, producing director Chris Long will talk about the episode's high-intensity opening scene. So, the beginning of this episode, insanity. Philip almost gives the whole game away <sighs> by going to the Muratsoff's house and trying to save young Pasha. Oh, come on. June's very
2: dramatic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> come on. I mean, it was a little risky. Yes, that could have happened. Oh, come on. Calculated, risk. Okay. They calculated, calculated
2: risk. They it's took right a walk. He took right a walk. Right yes. He took the family for a walk. What, what, <laughs> <I, laughs> what I... <laughs> he took the family for a while. I mean, come on. The CIA... Did what, I, what I... I actually pitched to Chris... Chris Long, that there was a curl in my mustache, and every time I breathe, like with this deep, like deep breathing, it would curl up and down. You'd have the CIA guy staring at it, going, "What? What's going on there?" And he's like, "It's a bit too much." It, too much.
0: Okay, so what has happened to him? Because it really was throwing everything almost out the
2: window. They're trained enough to have the wherewithal, but if it was a total game changer, he probably wouldn't. They're good at doing those nanosecond evaluations that go, we're in full disguise, we can just take a walk, we'll, we'll calmly walk over there at 7.15 or whatever the timeline was, let's go and save him just in case something goes wrong. You idiot!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: there were so many mean jokes to him the whole time. Anytime we were shooting that scene and the parents are like weeping over his body, Matthew and I just kept looking back at Ivan going,
2: Look idiot! you, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Did I think was, that was, was funny? Was he right? <laughs> yes. No, well, I, but he was kind of in it at times. He's like, oh, is it okay to laugh? Because, like, you know, the two of us <laughs> <laughs> were like, look <laughs> Yeah, awful. <laughs> On their close well. End of season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> yeah.
1: We miss a lot <laughs> of the fun. Why, yeah, you, why you were do. Why would we waste a time
2: writing season six you when do. we could have been laughing it up once. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Only you look Over deep the in the deep in the background, slightly out of focus, you just see Philip and Elizabeth going, Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> look what you well, did. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Well speaking of Twan, so he tells the Jenningses that he gave them a bad rating on their operational team. Yes. Uh, he got bad I Yelp.
1: I that. But he got a bad so Yelp report. Like,
0: what did you say? <laughs> <just> well, exactly. <laughs> because, like, that enraged me. Who
1: is yes, this little pishy? That's what that I said. I did you just
2: call me, me
5: bourgeois? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it been, it, that, like, was such a slap in the face when I read that. I, I loved it because I was kind of going, where is this, where is the storyline going with Twan? Like, where is this going to pan out to? And then when I read that, I was like, hello. And then when I
2: saw, I was skipping ahead to the stage direction <laughs> Like when, like, it's just said, Elizabeth shoots him in the head.
5: So like, Where's that part? Oh, I loved that. I was like, I thought that was great. Oh. It's like you know what, little shit, you're not gonna make it. Okay, let me tell you something, yeah. something fuckface. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now at the end of this episode, you know, we have this heart to heart. Philip and Elizabeth have a heart to heart. It was my <laughs> So Elizabeth's like, she hates to see him like that. But what can she do? Okay. Thanks to Twan, we know that the centre is going to know what Philip has done. She can't be hidden. Do you She could kill Twan? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wanted to she say report. that and if you loved me you'd kill Twan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too late, man. Um, How oh, can
5: Elizabeth? Well I think her. she yeah. says, you know, you don't have to do it anymore. Yeah.
0: But that's, that, big, that, that's a big help. I mean, yeah, it's a big help, but it also puts enormous strain on her. She's already doing 16 jobs.
5: If but, there's
2: anyone who could double their workload, I think it would be Elizabeth
1: Jenkins.
5: <laughs> you know, at the beginning you have uh, meetings with all the heads mm-hmm. of the departments before an episode, and there was some uh, episode where he was in the car, and then there was car keys, and Elizabeth was fighting someone in the snow with her hands tied behind her back. And I think it was Duke, Props. They were like, well, how are we going to get the car keys out? And Duke was like, guys, it's Elizabeth. She's
3: awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, done, done.
5: (laughs) You know, in the reality, you know, people can take a lot. And certain people can take a lot.
3: You know what? Now that you say it, though, it makes me think, like, I can't believe we didn't think of this. After she gave that whole speech, she should have been like, you run the travel agency. I'll take care of the spy stuff. But you're gonna do the cooking, the laundry, the dishes. <laughs> I'm always doing
0: all that shit. Then,
3: it, then it's a real marriage.
0: And we're, ha- yeah. and we're having vegetables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stan, yeah. Philip is just like shagged out, right? I mean, Philip is, is
2: he's like Eoin when he through.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> just done in. Is that how you see him? He's just worn out. He's he's done all he can do. I don't
2: think he's worn out. I think I think I think there are times where the where it gets to him and, and, you know, and those, those great trops or, or peaks, depends how you look at them, you know, <laughs> he, it, it gets, it gets to him. And that's, you know, I enjoy, enjoy how fallible he is in those moments. That's the difference that we're not, you know, they're not superheroes. Yeah. That's, that's what's interesting. Yeah. That the, the watching the cracks is, and playing the cracks is, is the interest to me.
0: What were your favorite disguises this year?
2: I enjoyed the Eckert's. Did I enjoyed you like the, the uniform. Eckerts. I enjoyed the Eckert's. Offset when we kind of <laughs> gave them the altar, you know, when I kind of played him like American Dad. I'm like, hi guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's your go and throw ring. a football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird ring. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, no, that's normal. That's an ring. i getting all protective about England. That's a normal that's ring. That's a normal ring. <laughs> okay. And your all the flat boys wear
5: with, them. With the shirt. This is like
2: so bad. I, lived, I enjoyed him. <laughs>
5: so bad. And the leather jacket with tie.
2: Oh, I loved that. And the that.
5: elastic in the back.
2: I loved it. So <laughs> funny so I did bad. genuinely love it. Mustache so
0: isn't it weird to play with a mustache?
2: He oh, hates that it. Drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. <laughs> he can't eat. You just have oh. to be careful about how animated you are. Otherwise, it just pings. And you're like ugh, and then they have to re-stick it. So there's a, he's a little stoic purely because he has purely because he has a fake mustache. <laughs> it's so funny. It's yeah. so true. So he's always like,
5: mm. <laughs>
2: that's, oh, he's like one of those people who goes, that's funny. You yeah. know, it doesn't laugh. Very expressive can't. with your eyebrows. Mm. Roger Moore work. Yeah. But D. Eckert had a cape. That's nice. <laughs> she walked in. I went, what are you wearing? You look
5: smurf. Our joke about D. Eckert, though, is that she's probably on um, amphetamines a little bit. <laughs> you she did, she a little did. She did. She's a little hopped
1: up. She's a little, like, always
5: smith. excited. She's like, she's, like, vacuuming and, like, washing dishes. And she's like, come on over. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're making this and we're excited about
0: this. He's always like, D. <laughs> you just... Finished shooting season five. You have some time off before the final ten episodes. Are there storylines you're hoping for? This is your chance because uh, chance. Joe and Joel are here. Just maybe plant some seeds. Yeah, I have no idea where it's going.
2: I literally won the tombstone gunfight in White Plains, <laughs> where even Henry Jennings has a revolver for some reason. <laughs> the window, there's like a moment we go, how did he get a gun? And like it's like who we're cares? Hold up! And yes. There's feds and CIA and choppers. That's because I'm still eight years old in my head. <laughs> yeah.
0: Make it so. Do you have any big plans for the break? Is it true, Matthew, that you're going to be making The Welsh, where an undercover ply Cymru agent infiltrates Merthyr Tidwell?
2: Yes, I dial M for Merthyr, it's called, <laughs> yes, <laughs> where I play a Welsh nationalist spy. Excellent. Uh, no, but there'll be a trip home to Wales, I think, and that'll be about it.
5: Wine show times two. No. Okay. You're going to beard? Or I might. It? I always <laughs> enjoy a summer
2: beard, the novelty of not shaving something think I yeah,
5: I mean it's Quiet-ish. it's it's kind of a rare place to be in where you know you have work
2: to come back to.
5: yeah, you ha- you know you have work ahead and it's a strenuous show, so um, it'd be great to be rested for it and knowing it's our last mm-hmm. see, you know, mm-hmm. to come yeah. back fresh and excited and really be there for it.
0: I had another conversation with Joe and Joel about the finale and the season as a whole on A Quieter Day in their writing room, also known as The Vault. Today, I'm in glorious Gowanus, Brooklyn with Joe Weisberg, the creator of the show. Hi, Joe. June! And his co-showrunner and co-executive producer, Joel Fields. Hi, Joel. Hey, June. It's over for another (laughs) season, but still, there's so much still to find out what's going to happen. Let's start a little bit early in the episode. Being clocked by that CIA surveillance agent, that's the closest call that Philip and Elizabeth have had in a long while. And yet, Philip doesn't even seem – he really doesn't seem concerned.
1: He's focused on something else. He's focused on something else, and the last thing in the world his training would allow him to do is seem concerned. That that would be a good way to get caught. Yeah. But, you know, here we sit recording this podcast as that scene is being shot – It's being shot just on stage seven over there. That well, they're shooting the interiors of that. They'll Mm -hmm. pick up the exteriors in a day or so. And we haven't seen any footage yet, but we're not feeling tense. (laughs) And the reason we're not feeling tense is that Chris Long is over there directing it. And we know that all of those moments will be realized with subtlety and tension and with reality and truth. And uh, just reflect for a minute on the distance we've come since the premiere with that digging scene that could have (laughs) so easily gone sideways to this finale with those big tense moments. And it's, it's really something because we sit here in this vault where we're doing the uh, podcast from, and we write on that vertical screen over there, the episodes, but nobody wants to read our scripts. They want to see the show and it's, it's quite an extraordinary team. And it's, it's pretty nice to know that the show is in those capable artistic hands. It is pretty nice.
0: Let me ask you a question. I asked Chris Long, which is this episode opens with the most incredible tension and also blood and, and anxiety. How do you maintain the dramatic tension when you start with all of that? You know, how do you avoid just people? It's almost like their blood sugar plummeting after they've eaten, you know, 10 donuts.
3: I don't think we worry about it. You know, it's funny. I think in the first couple seasons, we used to talk a lot about that issue mm. in the episodes and did the dramatic tension drop off and did it particularly, you know, we have a lot of uh, structures where big things happen at the end of the third act and there's mm-hmm, a problem, mm-hmm. then it drops off in the fourth act. But as the show changed and became much more focused on the emotional lives of the characters, that started to just matter less. Uh-huh. If there's less kind of tension around the plot, who cares? We're moving into the emotional zone, which is just more important. The scene in which
0: Tuan and Elizabeth and Philip talk about the ratings, you know, that they gave each other in their operational reports <laughs> was eye-opening. Ah. Because you think, oh, my goodness, I have to do those things every year. Those, It's like you know. Uber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would you give me five stars? <laughs> <laughs> um Do we have any examples of that kind of rating and report in the historical record? Well,
3: first of all, I want to note that it's a running theme in this season of The Americans. Because when we are in the CIA office and we hear the Lilliput talking about it, although it would be hard for anyone to know what's being said, Ah. Isaac Breland, who is Kimmy's dad, is having a conversation with another CIA officer, which Phil appears on the Lilliput. And he talks about, or one of them talks about, writing a par which is a performance uh, assessment review oh for the person under him. So it is a theme.
0: Wow. Tuan says that Philip and Elizabeth endangered the mission because of petty bourgeois concerns, which, you know, is true. But <laughs> you say that, like,
3: that's awesome. Yeah, yeah,
4: it's we think true. it's true, too. It is yeah, okay, true. Right. It did.
1: But maybe petty. Is uh, is maybe the wrong word uh, for him more to use, we, but... we
3: finally got June on board. Instead of calling us a psychopath, <laughs> she's like, really? on. Wow, you psychopaths. Ju- I call Bill uh, a psychopath. What's the fine line? One of us. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, why
0: did Elizabeth say, even half in jest, although I don't think Elizabeth ever truly jest, that she wants to take Twan with them?
3: It's not a joke, exactly. It's seriously like more like a soulful musing. Uh-huh. Like, like, I, like she wishes she could. Uh-huh. Like she wishes she could, because she's be, she's become both of them. I think have become very attached to him. He became like a son to them, not like a regular son, <laughs> but like a operational son. And, right. And, and if they could, if they could take him with, they could help straighten him out in the ways he needs to be straightened out. And, and you know, they see a lot of themselves in him,
0: right? God,
1: especially Elizabeth. I mean, he is in so many ways a young Elizabeth. You think about how she would have approached the Tuan operation when she was his age. Just the same way. That's right. And and now she sees it differently. And that's one of the things that's at play in this episode is she realizes that it's not just through her life experience, but it's her life experience with her husband that's transformed her, which leads her to say what she says to him, to Tuan.
0: That's undeniably true that Tuan is a version of Elizabeth or Elizabeth was a version of Tuan, but also it feels like... A lot of what has been realized this episode is that loneliness is the worst. You know, we see it with Gabriel, that Gabriel gets his reward and he's lonely. The thing that he sacrificed has been companionship or love. And that's the one thing that Philip and Elizabeth have. And
1: and look at what Gabriel chooses to do for Martha.
0: I know. Oh, that's the sweetest thing. (laughs) Never mind season six of The Americans. I'm just waiting for season one of Masha and Martha. Ah,
1: we think that'd be a great show.
0: Yeah. The M's, we would just call it.
1: <laughs> Send, your, postcard. All in Send your postcards to FX now. Of
0: course. <laughs> All in Russian. In this episode, we get that horrible joke where President Reagan said, we begin bombing in five minutes.
4: My fellow Americans, I'm pleased to tell you today that I've signed legislation... It will outlaw Russia forever. we begin bombing in five minutes.
0: In season four, that kind of thing would have been in every episode. We had a lot of references to real life things that were happening and we knew exactly what day it was, what time it was. In this season, we did not have that sort of specificity of historical references. Why?
1: That was a function of the weather. When we ended last season... We were ending on a very specific date. And as you know, June, we are obsessed with that calendar and making the dates uh, I know. work. But we can't change the weather and we can't change our production schedule. And we can't change how propulsive the story wants to be. So short of jumping into the subsequent fall, we needed to get out of that specificity this season, or we would have been in July and it, there would have been snow on the
0: ground. Uh-huh. So uh,
1: we went a little bit out of time this season. And our choice was to do that with by removing the specificity, keeping the general cultural references. We started with the Winter Olympics, and we finally caught up with ourselves by the end of the season.
0: So, season five—like, you happy? Uh, what was the biggest challenge? Like, just kind of reflect on the season as a whole.
3: It was a great season for us. We really had a good time and, and enjoyed it a lot. You know the the thing that really stood out for us from the start was we said goodbye to a lot of important characters. And so there was an element of not not really starting over as an overstatement, but, but, but it had some elements of of starting over of having to really build up new stories in a way that we hadn't had to before. And and that was a a big challenge, but also very satisfying. Mm -hmm. We felt it was good for the show to have to do that. We wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a certain point at which we, felt it was working, and so we could kind of relax and work in peace instead of in fear. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, it's felt like a good year. Yeah, it feels
1: especially good now because we're filming the final episode. It's been written now for a month and behind us in that regard, and we're editing episodes 10 and 11, and we're writing season 6. And that just feels good.
0: This is a constant refrain in this podcast and in my experience of the show of – the torture of the characters. And the way now that Philip, again, almost against his training, he almost threw away the tape. And he does come around and he does know that he has to stay, but what a miserable prospect. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: But again, what he's choosing is his wife. He, he wants to throw away that tape, but what he wants more is to have a marriage that has integrity. And if he threw it away without consulting her, let alone if he did it and never told her, the marriage wouldn't have the meaning he wants it to have. So
3: It's more th- that integrity than mm. the integrity to his bosses that he's yeah, concerned yeah. about. Yeah. It was just the bosses, I think, that would have gone in the water. Right, that would have been easy. Yeah. That would have yeah. been
1: easy. Yeah. These two episodes, 12 and 13, were tough for us, in part because although we've done some pretty bad things in these last five seasons. <laughs> I think what they, what they did to the Morozov family may have been the worst thing ever. We, we thought the thing last season was the worst ever. <laughs> Look, at least Annalise was dead when they folded her into the suitcase. <laughs> and, you know, at least Yong-hee gets a shot. Maybe there's a chance. Mm-hmm. But this was bad. This was bad. This family's not going to recover.
0: I'm really struck by Elizabeth's statement that I can't see you like this anymore. It's a great way of, of leading us into that feeling of anticipation of like, now we know it's going to end in 10 episodes and I want to see it. Elizabeth and they want to see it, but I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> we've got,
1: <clears throat> Joe, we've got one viewer for next season. Let's we'll <laughs> start. Yeah.
0: In the interview we just heard, I mentioned having asked producing director Chris Long about the episode's high-intensity opening scene. Here's what he said. The opening scene is so dramatic and so bloody. How do you maintain the pace?
4: You have to take a breather from it to start at such a heightened level. I think the audience as well needs to know that's not the Americans. We're not, you know, It's yeah. not going to be a, a you know a balls to the wall right. ride like that. And so for us, it's a unique way to start. Even in the aftermath, in scene 10, when they come out with the ambulance, there's a, a breath to it it's not played at a high level yeah. of excitement. You know, it's 20 minutes after and everyone's still sh- in shocked and Irina, the mother is very agitated mm-hmm. and stuff, but there's a sort of a, a moment there as importantly on the moments where the CIA officer is looking at Philip. Yes, yes. So all this stuff needs to be picked out in the middle of this mayhem. Yeah. You know, all these moments need to be dug out, which are as of course as important than any other moment in that mm-hmm. scene of the kid going into the ambulance yeah. and, the emotionality of the parents and stuff like that it is going to be a bloody scene I shoot it tomorrow I look (laughs) forward to it (laughs) great
0: Thanks to Kerry Russell, Matthew Reese, Joe Weisberg, Joel Fields and Chris Long for talking episode 513 with me, and to all the members of the cast and crew who sat down with me for this season of the podcast. Thanks also to Ethan Simon, who recorded all those interviews, and to the Americans, Sarah Nolan, whose astonishing organisational skills made it all possible. I'm June Thomas. This show is part of the Panoply Network.